The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Gitin. Masechet Gitin has been sponsored by our good friend and loyal Talmud of the Dafayomi, Mr. Haimi Dana, and his dear wife, Hashem Ishmael Mechayim. He has dedicated this Masechet according to the following principle. Our rabbis tell us that when you learn something, it can avert that item from happening. So we'd like to learn the Masechet Gitin, so it will remain in the theory of learning and never come to fruition in actuality. And therefore it should be blessed, him and his dear wife, and all of Klal Yisrael, with Shalom Bayit, and Atzlachan Harvacha, Bechol Ma'asei Yedehem, Amen. Daf Yudzayin. Today's daf is being studied in the Nishmat Mor Zekini, Bi Yosef Ben Sarah, Marat Zekinati, Yafa Bat Sarah, Verbi Abraham Ben Esther, Rohashem Tinihem Began Eden Amen. Today's daf is being studied for Ashelema, Moshe Ben Dina, Sarah Ruhama, Batrahail, Besara, Batrahail, Eh, Nah, Moshe Ben Sarah, Enna Refanadahim. In the Rifanadahem,Nafanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahemfanadahem
or not. Amad lahem and sedichim. He told them, no, you have no problem. Why? Ma ilu yomru befanenu girsha mi lo mehemne? Which means, eh, if these people would say uh, that we saw the girushim, wouldn't they be believed since they're two witnesses, they could even say, even if they didn't validate the witnesses, they could actually say, we saw the get being given over. And since they would be believed uh, in such a way, so therefore, they're ne'emanim as well. In any event, as they were talking, a certain, as she says, Parsai, Persian uh, fellow, came into the room, and he closed the lights, he closed the candles. Why? So that she says, They have a certain holiday. They only light, you can only have candles in the Avodah Zarah house. Nowhere else. So the guy came in the middle of their conversation, turned out the lights on them. Amav. <laughs> so the rabbi said, Please God Options Either we should stay in your shade God You should protect us in your shade Betulach is your shade Meaning save us from the Parsiim Resha'im Or Or we're better off if you exile us And put us in the hands of Isav Which respect us more which means the assumption of Rabbah was that we're better off in the hands of Isav than the hands of these uh, Parsim. So comes the Gemara uh, and says, The Memra, the Aromae, Ma'alumi Parsae. You tell me that the Romans uh, were better off than the Persians? What does it mean in the Pasuk? Elohim Hevin Deracha, Vehu Yada et Mekoma. God understood its way and he knows its place. Yodeya Akados Paruchubi Israel. Sheen Yekulim Nikabil Gizirat Aromayim. God knew that we're not going to be able to stand amongst the Gizirot of the Romans. Ahmad Vigla Otam Nibabil. So God sent us to Babel. Uh, now uh, the assumption is in Babel that's where the Persians were. So he's saying, it seems that the Persians are worse than the, the Romans. And you said, the Rabbi, you'd rather be in the hands of the Romans than the Persians. So the Gabriel Depends what part of history you're talking about. Over here we're talking about before the Persians came to Babel. Before the Persians came to Babel, we're better off by the Persians, by, 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 by Babel. But after the Persians uh, uh, came to Babel, then already we're better off by the Romans. Now just to get the history of what took place at the times of the destruction, because that's what, that's what we're discussing over here, it's good to go through this uh, story over here. We're discussing the years of 3319 from Biryat Olam to 3389. That's when the Kazdim kings ruled over Babel. Kazdim kings include Nebuchadnezzar, Evil Merodach, and Belshazzar. That was when the Jewish people went into the first exile. There were two exiles in the times of Nebuchadnezzar. The first exile was the Galut of Yehoyachin, that uh, when all the scholars and all the rabbis were exiled into Babel, which turned out to be a good thing for Klai Yisrael, because they were able to build the infrastructure of Yeshivot, and so on and so forth. 
that was again what the Navi refers to as which is referring to the, to the scholars now uh, the rest of the nation exiled was exiled 11 years later uh, when the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed in the year 33 uh, 38 from creation now relatively the Kazdim treated the Jewish people uh, quite decent uh, the Parsiim, the Persians, they did not come into Babel until the year 3389. That's what the king Daryavish and Koresh, those are Persian kings, they came and conquered Belshazzar. Um, like I said, the Galut of the Kasdim relatively was an easier Galut for the Jewish people. The Parsiim, under those kings, were very, very uh, difficult um, not only more than the Kazdim, but even more than the Romans that uh, eventually ruled uh, in Eretz Israel. Uh, they used to make Gezerot that we can't study Torah, we cannot fulfill uh, Mitzvot. So therefore, Rabbi Barachana said, I'd rather uh, you know, put us under the Romans instead of being under the uh, suppression of the uh, Persians. Okay, so therefore when the Gebarah said over here that God sent us to Babel, in order that we could study Torah, it says, God understood, He wants us to learn Torah. So that He sent us into the Galut of Babel with the uh, Kastim, in the times of Yoyachin and Sidkiyahu. Uh, that's why He did it that way, uh, as opposed uh, to sending us, let's say, to the Romans, which was much more difficult. If we would have went into the exile with the Romans right away, the Torah would not have uh, lasted. So He sent us into... You know, an easier galut, so that Torah will be able to uh, to flourish. Okay, so that's anyway that uh, that story over there. So well, let's just go back for for a second and uh, analyze this episode. So they asked him two guys coming from Medina Tayam. Do you have to say b'fanai nechtam b'fanai nechtam? And he came along and said, no, because technically, you know, these two guys can uh, they can establish the get by saying we saw the get being uh, being given. And therefore he held, uh, they do not have to actually uh, say anything. Now we really have to go back to Dafheh, because on Dafheh, that's the first time we had this, uh, this piece over here, to see exactly the proper understanding of, uh, of this uh, concept over here. So we learned above that when two guys bring a get from Medina Tayyam, they do not have to say, because if the husband comes to claim forgery, they're there. They'll come along themselves, and they will make him the uh, get. Uh, so, really, the words ma ilu yomru b'fanenu girsha, which means the language of the Gemaras over here is, if they want, these witnesses could say we saw the get given in front of us. Now that's not the logic we understood. Normally we say when two guys bring the witness to read through the get, the reason why it's good is because they're there. Which means if kiyum is needed, they will make kayim. So why does the Gemara use the language ma ilu yomru b'fanenu girsha? That's a different, uh, that's a different sevara. So it says, Achen nereh she'en kabanat rashi shem yekayimu et aget ayedah karat ha'hatimot, sheken minayin lanu klal shem makidim oto, which means the concern is if the husband is going to claim forgery, they'll claim that we saw the get given uh, in front of us. You can't say the get is uh, mizuyaf anymore because uh, 
they were there. They, they, they're actually claiming that they uh, that they saw it. So that's uh, so when she says that they'll mekayim it, it doesn't mean they'll actually mekayim it. it. Means they'll say we saw the get given in front of us, and automatically when you say that, that's considered as if it is a kiyum, because means you, the guy can't claim for you. We saw you giving the get. We saw you giving the get in front of us. We say I didn't give it. I didn't want to give it. It was given against my will. To her. To her. To her. So they lying. So they were there. They were saying we saw the the get that uh, that was given. These guys brought the get. After my reason, the Two guys brought a get to Medina Tayyam. So the Gebara question on this sugya above that the Khalis only works according to Rava. Because what about the Lishma factor? So on that head, the Gebara says, Lirava niha, Lirava kasha. So the Gebara answered to that question, right. Gebara was talking about after the Lishma problem was solved. So the Gebara says, Yahi, Hadname. Also, we said if it was after Shalamdu, so the Chara, even one guy should be enough to say, Mifanai Nihtam, and then uh, you have no problem. What do you need uh, two guys for? Because I'm not worried about the Lishma fact, I'm only worried about the Hatima, so therefore just uh, even one uh, uh, should be enough. So comes again when it says, Gizera Shema Yahzura Davalekal Kulo. Because the reason why you still have to say, Mifanai Nihtam, Mifanai Nihtam. It's the reason why I have to say Mufanayim, even though Eil Lachal Shadam, because Gezerah that might go back to its original, original way. So the Gemara says, Iyachev, if that's the case, Betre Nameh. So there are two people bringing a get also. Lachal Rai have to say Mufanayim Nechtab. So we said, no, because two is not Shechiyah. When you have two people bringing a get, it's not such a common scenario. So we're not going to make a Gezerah on two people that were appointed to a Shaliyah. Ahar Shelamdu, that you have to be concerned about. That's why the two guys, so they asked back to the story. They asked Rabbi, but I'm not question. They came to visit him. The rabbi, two guys coming, Medina uh, Tayyam, they want to bring uh, a gift. So they have to say, No. Why not? Number one, because you're worried about uh, Kiyum. They themselves can make him to get uh, by saying that we saw the get give, being given over to us uh, to give to the, to the ladies. So if the husband cannot claim fortune. Oh, what about Lishma? Lishma, Lahar Shalamdu. Oh, but we made a gift to the Rashid, no, we didn't make that gizra in cases that are not shkiyah. A husband appointing two guys to deliver again is not a shkiyah case. That's how you have to understand this story. And then you have the Persians in between. Okay, comes again what it says. This is like a review of the Gemara that we had yesterday. You have one guy, one shadli, one person I should say, one the uh, messenger that's delivering the gift. He says, Bifanay nikhtab, and two guys come along and say, Bifanenu nikhtab. Mishnah's law is kashir. I have to understand, how is it kashir? That was the last case in the Mishnah. Amar of Ameh, Amar of Yohanan. Lo shanu ila shakit yotse mitachat yideh ed ketiba. We're talking about where the guy that says, Bifanay nikhtab was a shaliyah. Oh, and if he's a shaliyah, then na'asu kishnayim alzeh uchnayim alzeh. Now, if he's a shaliyah, so when he says how much is he considered like two people? Because we rabbis believe the shaliyah like two guys. So you have two guys on the b'fanai nechtav, and you have two guys on the b'fanai nechtav. Aval mitachat yideh adeh hatima pasul. Oh, but if you just have, let's say the shalihim are the adeh hatima, so it's going to be pasul. Why? Because you only got one guy on the b'fanai nechtav. And he didn't say Bifanai Nihtam, so therefore that Shaliyah, you didn't establish Lishma. Again, we're obviously going according to the opinion that you're concerned about Lishma. Right. And therefore, if you just have the Shalihim on the Hatima side, 
Correct? So it ain't good. You took care of Hatima, but you didn't take care of Lishma. The Gibra speaks to that. Alma Kasabar. Shnaim Shevi, you get me that yam. Sidikim Shiyomru, Fanenu Nikhtab, Ufanenu Nikhtab. Why do you have to say it? Because even though you're going to settle the issue of Kiyum by having these two guys, but you still have to establish the situation of Lishma. And therefore, since only the two guys said Bifanai Nikhtab, they were the Shidikim, but the guy on the Bifanai Nikhtab was not. So therefore, he did not establish. Lishma, therefore the get is not going to be good. Comes the Gibran and says, Amar le. Rav Asin. Rav Asin comes along and says, according to this that you're telling me, that in the case that two guys brought the get, right? Resha Diktani, the first case of the Mishnah that said, Shnaim Omrim Bifanenu Nikhtav, the Echad Omer Bifanai Nikhtav, the reverse case. Two on the Ketiba, one on the Khatima, Pasul, Virabi Yudam Makshira, Mahloka Rabiudana Khamim, Vafilu get Yotse Mitaqat Yedeshanehem. Pasli Rabanan. So if you're learning this case of someone, even when they're all Shilihim, so you're gonna tell me the same thing over here, or or, or, or two of them are Shilihim. So the so you're gonna tell me over here in the case with the Mahlukan of the Yudan Khachamim, that two out of the three guys that are sending the get are Shiluhim. Right? And still you're going to tell me that banana going to say, uh, Pasul? Now what was this case over? This was a case where two guys talked about the Ketibah, and one guy on the Hatimah. Okay, that was the case of the Resha. So you tell me in the Sefats, talking about where they were old, where they were Shilihim, get your Sefat So to the Resha, you have to say the case is talking about a similar case. And what? We're going to have a Mahlog between Hachamim and Rabbi Yehuda. Right, which means even if let's say you have two shilichim out of the three, one guy said the ketibah, and one guy said the hatima. Again, there's two on the ketibah, there's one on the hatima. Let's say one of the one shaliyah is from the ketibah and one shaliyah is from the hatima. Still, the rabbis are going to say no good. So the Gemara says yes in the That is true. Gemara Amar in yeah, that's uh, that's true. Now, what, what would the logic be? Why why that's true? Why why would the rabbis say it's no good in a case where one is a shaliyah on the ketibah? And one is the shaliyah on the khatima. You have two khatima guys and one khatima guy. Two out of the, two out of the three are, uh, are shaliyim. What's the problem uh, with that? What's the, what's, what, what, what's the problem that can come out uh, in such a case? So we learned it, uh, we learned it one of two ways uh, above. According to the rabbis, even when they're shaliyim, the concern is that you're going to have a gezerah, let's say it's ahashilamdu, after they know the laws of the shema. But the Gezerah the rabbis made is, I'm worried that they're going to forget. And therefore, if you, the Shaliyah doesn't say the right, if we only have one Shaliyah say Mephanai Nikhtav, and one Shaliyah say Mephanai Nikhtav, so therefore, I'm concerned that what, even though the Chaurah, you're good, you have two witnesses there, so them, they can, they make him to get, two guys are there, what are you worried about, Lishma? So Hashanam do. So the Chaurah, you covered on that also. But I'm concerned that what, it might come a time when they're going to forget the laws of Lishma, so therefore, the rabbi said, by one guy saying Bifanayin Nechtav is it's not enough to establish the Lishma, because he makes a Gezerah, that it might go back to Kilkula. Comes to Gebrah, says, Zimnin Ashkei One time, uh, they found Rav Aseh, found Rav Ameh, that they were sitting, and he said like this, Da'afilu get yotzeh mitachat yedeh adeh hatima kashir. Oh, he said the opposite. He said that what? That that which we said in the Mishnah, that one guy says Bifanayin Nechtav, and two guys say, it's kasher, even in the case 
where let's say only the Adeh uh, Hatima were the uh, messengers. Now, what's the logic on that? If only the Adeh Hatima, the messengers, that could be, because she only cared certain about any Adim Mitzrim the Kayyemo. And therefore, since you have two guys over here, the Hatima is good even if they weren't uh, messengers. Because bottom line, you got uh, two guys over here. What about the Lishma? Alma, Kasavar, Shnaim, Sheviu, Gim, Midinatayam, Ensilichim, Shemru, Fanu, Nechtam, Fanu, Nechtam. Because what do I, I got two guys there. So therefore, they'll kosher to get uh, regardless. Oh, so Kabbalah Zagabalad says, Ela me'ata. She says, the husband's going to come and say forge. Uh, the two guys are there. The main thing is, uh, I went about Lishma. So he, he have to hold what? Either he wasn't concerned about Lishma, or that you weren't concerned about the Gezerah. There was a harsh alam. Then you weren't concerned about Lishma making some sort of Gezerah. Amar de Rabbi Ami, Ela me'ata. Rishad diktani. The Rishad that said, Shnayim omrim mefanenu nechtav. That was the case we had Mahlokin. You're going to say that the Mahlokin is talking about Koswat, that it was not, uh, not everybody was Shirihim. Uh, However, but let's say if two of them, let's say at least were Shirihim, Makshirin a banan. So you're going to the rabbis are going to say that it's indeed Kashir. Amar le'ein. Yeah, uh, which means the, 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 however you learn the Sefa, that's the way we're going to learn the Resha. Oh, the Gavarad says, Be'azimnin lo amartanachi. He says, what are you talking about? He says, other times you didn't learn it like this, which is the first way you learned it is talking about, is talking about where both of them are Shirihim. And now you're telling me even where both of them are not Shirihim, which means the Zimnin is, I'm sorry, the, Zim, the second version was, I feel like Yotzim Kasher. Even with the Shirihim, it's Kasher. And the first version you told me, Dafka with it, not Shirihim, it's Kasher. So make up your mind. So he comes along and says, Amar What I told you, the last version, that's the peg that will not move. Which means that's the, uh, that's the final uh, version. Okay, so it's basically going back and forth again in the sugya. I just have to know the, 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 the point of this sugya. You're going through the cases. Always the cases analysis is, is you're talking about whether the guy was shaliyah or he wasn't a shaliyah. That's the Gemara's analysis back and forth. And the truth of the matter is, there's different there, there two versions. Some say the case is talking about whether the is where they were shaliyah. And some say the Malukah is where they are not shaliyah. Two versions were said. So the answer of Amir, make up your mind. Which, which version you're taking? That's the last version. Then the last one is the, the peg that doesn't move. And whatever version we're saying in the Sefa, we want to say in the Resha. So we keep on going back and forth. That's the Resha. What's the, that's the Sefa. Well, what's the Resha? And then we try to keep the whole Mishnah uh, congruent and even. Okay, that's the point. Now we go to the new Mishnah. Now we discuss a subject of... When the get is written, and the Mishnah begins, bayom. Let's say you wrote the get in the day, bayom, and you signed it in the day. Okay, that's good, all on the same day. Balayla, or you wrote the get at night, and you signed it at night. Also, it's considered the same day. Right? Because the same night is, uh, the, 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 the day begins at night, therefore you did everything at night, and no problem. Balayla, bayom. That's also kashir. Because again, night and day is the same uh, day. However, but if you wrote the get in the day and you signed it at night, the Gemara says pasul. Rabbi Shimon Machshir. Oh, but Rabbi Shimon says even if you wrote it on a different day than you signed it, it's okay. Shayar Rabbi Shimon Omer, kol agitin shnechtevu bayom, v'nechtevu b'alad pesulim chutz 
All other shtarot, if you write it on one day and you saw it on a different day, pasu, except for gitin of nashim. Gitin nashim, it can be written on one day and signed on another day. Let's read Rashi. Nechtab balayla v'nechtam bayom, haynu chad yoma. Right, night and day is the same day. Ve'en kan gin mukdam. It's not a predated document. Bayom v'nechtam balayla mukdamu. Ah, this is a predated document. Why? Because on the day that you write it, that's when you write the date. You didn't sign it till a different day. And therefore, it, when you look at the document, it looks like you were, the lady was divorced a day early. She didn't get divorced till the day after. So the Gebarah is going to say, what's the problem? Okay, let's, let's assume that it's a predated document. But so what? So Gebarah's next Rashi. All documents that are predated are no good. The problem with a predated star is the following. Let's say I make the transaction on uh, Tuesday. Really the transaction took place on Tuesday. That means now uh, I borrowed money. I borrowed money on Tuesday. That means any... Uh, fields that I sell, I'm the borrower. Any fields that I sell starting Tuesday, there's liens on it. Because that's exactly when the loan took place. However, and therefore what? Therefore the lender, if I don't pay back, can go to Likuchot, can go to the fields that were sold from Tuesday on, and uh, take them. There's liens on it. He gets paid first. Problem is, if you can have a predated star. So now what's going to happen? The lender is going to go now and take Likuhot from Monday. Now, Monday the loan did not take place. And therefore, unlawfully, he's taking those Likuhot away. That means when the borrower sold those fields, there was no liens. So that's why by a regular uh, document of Mecher, of a transaction, things like that, Shtar Mugdam is Pasul. However... Except for get, so that she says, why did lavle govay na'avida? The get is not a monetary document. Now, even though you'll say, what do you mean? Why don't you give the get? It's ketubah and all that stuff over there. It's get paper. It's not a monetary document. The get is just a document of release. So he says, this is not a transaction of monetary. You have no problem of predating. We will wait for the Gemara to explain why is it not connected to monetary. Comes the Gemara and begins. Ish is monetary? Not monetary. Yeah, there's a problem, but he's holding you only have to be concerned when it's a monetary uh, concern. Now the Gebarah is going to discuss your issue of Ishat Ish. Before we get the predated Gitin, what do you need a Zman and a Get at all? What do you got to put the date in the Get for? Which means, obviously, the rabbis understood there's got to be a reason. Why do you got to put the date? Just write the Get was given. Now, what do I know have the date for? So Gebarah I'll tell you two reasons. Number one, Rabbi Yochanan says, Mishum bat achoto, because of his niece, Rishtakish Amar Mishum perot. And Rishtakish says, because of literally fruit. Okay, what are these two reasons? That's not Rashi. Rashi says, Again, since it's not a document of money, so what do you got to write a date for? Mishum bat achoto vehi ishto. A guy married his niece. Now, when a guy marries his niece, the assumption is it's not only his wife, but it's family, and therefore the general assumption is a person wants to protect family, and therefore what did she do? This girl, his wife, who is his niece, veshema tiznet tachtav. She might commit adultery while she's still married. 
Now, what's the punishment of adultery? Strangulation. He doesn't want to see his niece, who happens to be his wife, get strangled. So therefore, what is he going to do? He writes her a get with no date in it. And he gives it to So when they come to Betin, they say, Oh, she committed Znut. She takes out the get that's dateless. She can come along and say, I was divorced at that time, and therefore I did not commit any adultery. So you see what can happen over here? Which means if you're not going to write a date in a get, you can cause now a husband that wants to protect his wife from the death penalty of strangulation... She could just bring out the gate in front of Betin. Nobody could prove anything. Well, she could say, I was divorced at the time that I went with this guy. Well, where's the gate? Well, the gate doesn't have a date. But now that you put a date in the gate, this, uh, this business cannot be, uh, cannot be done anymore. Now, some want to say, why did the Gemara choose Bat Achoto? Some want to say, because it's only such a family relation where a person will be going to that degree to say, but a regular wife, no. Some say, no, no, no. You want to just give you an example, but who are deen, every wife, a person who will usually try to protect her. You want to just speaking in a normal case where it happens more common. But in the Khadami, any wife, this can happen to her. The husband's going to try to protect her. Now, Tosfot has a question over here. Tosfot says, we have a rule like this. We have something that's called Hazaka. Hazaka is very strong, by the way. You kill a person based on a Hazaka. So now the lady comes to Betty. You know that she committed znut of some sort. She pulls out the get, right? She's claiming, well, I was divorced at the time of the znut. Hold it. She has a hazkat ishit ish. And until you know when this get was given, keep her on a hazaka and therefore kill her. So therefore, even if you don't have a date in the star, still she should be getting the death penalty because of the hazkat ishit ish. Okay, so Tosfot answers two things. Number one, the Hazkat Eshet Ish is weakened. It's a weak Hazaka, you know why? Because she has a get. So even though it's a dateless get, right when there's a get, already the Hazakat Eshet Ish is broken. Combine that with the fact that she has Hazkat Kashrut, meaning Hazakat that the Jewish girls do not commit adultery. And therefore, add that to the fact, and therefore you have two strong reasons to weaken the Hazkat and therefore the Betin is not going to kill her <coughs> just on a, such a weak hazakah. So that's why again, again has to have a date. Now, Rosfort also points out that today that we don't have Onish Mitat Betin. So this concern seemingly of putting a date in the get should not apply. Because today they don't have uh, uh, strangulation and things like that. But he says the Takana still applies. Why? That if you're not going to put this man in the get, the get is going to be pasul. Because the husband doesn't want that should go out that he has children that are mamzerim. He also doesn't want uh, uh, rumors to say that his wife went and that his kids really are uh, mamzerim and things like that. So he's also going to want to protect himself with his reputation. So without a... Without a date in the get, because oh, she was uh, she was divorced, whatever she was divorced at that time. So therefore, the concern is uh, still uh, still applicable. Now, it is clear 
And this is a uh, the question that the Mefarshim answered that really needs to be analyzed for a moment. That what? When does the get take place? When does divorce take place? When the get gets to the lady's hand. So therefore, technically, and the Maram Shif answers this question as well, that according to Rabbi Yochanan, uh, really, you have to say, you have to know when the giving of the get was. Why? Because even if the get, let's say, was written on the same day, right, was written, written Monday, uh, Edim signed on Monday, but that's not going to prove anything to you, because the lady could still commit znut, right? And uh, she'll come along and say, you know, the get was given at 9 o'clock in the morning, and she committed this new at 10 o'clock in the morning. Therefore, she was uh, divorced. So it's still, until you have a, an actual time in the get, seemingly this concern is not, uh, is not taken care of. Which means, Lakara, why are you telling me only you predated is the problem? Now let's discuss what the predated problem would be, according to the Yohanan. If it's going to be predated, right? So you're going to think that she was divorced already on Monday, because the get was written on Monday, signed on Monday night, which is really Tuesday. Now such a start is going to cause a problem now, right? Because people are going to think that she was really divorced from the time of the Ketiva, because that's where the date is, and really she's not, therefore she's going to go commit Znut, and the Znut is really going to be Znut, the children are going to be Mamzerim, and they're going to have problems. But again, uh, the question, it's really a strong question. What do you do with the fact that uh, you don't know the actual uh, time that the get was given? Shita is Rishlakish. What does Adem Misira mean? They're there when she gets they can testify what time they gave. Oh, they always there. Adem Misira. It says you don't need Adem Misira. It says you don't need Adem Misira. It says you don't need Adem Misira. Right? Okay, right, maybe according to the Adem Yisirah, they'll come along and say, that was at 9.30, we, we, we still didn't sort of get uh, given. Okay, that, that's one possible understanding. It's only according to the Adem Yisirah, it's a good answer. But according to the Shittar, it says, Adem Hatima. What, you'll go to them and you'll have to ask them, what time did you sign? It doesn't matter what time they signed. Adem Hatima Karte, but they're still Adem Hatima. I mean, According to the opinion, it says Adem Hatima. Is, is, that's the proving fact. You don't have to bring uh, to testify Adem uh, You just bring the okay. So if time is always Adem Misira, so you always ask Adem Misira. Then it's a simple answer. Have I lost you? No, we're good. So comes the Gemara and says, "According to the Shlakish, Amar Mishum Perot. What does Perot mean? Look at Ashim. Shemizmana Get Vailach. From the time of the Get and on." What is Nechsem Midlog? We learned the Masikat Ketubot, the lady brings certain assets into the marriage. These assets belong to the lady, meaning when she gets divorced, the money goes back up, but in the interim, the husband gets the benefit from the perot, from the fruit. Meaning he could sell it, he could benefit from it. So what's the concern? The concern is the gate is going to be given, and the husband's still going to spend perot, and now what? Now she'll have an ability by putting a date in the get, she can come along now and say, hey, that perot that you spent was after the get, and therefore give it to me. Right? The husband go wild, keep on selling perot as he wishes. Now, and now when they're going to take him to court, she's going to say, hey, you're spending my perot. 
She's on the lower hand. Why? She Yomar Lakodim Gerushim Makarti. He'll come along and say, I sell them before the Gerushim. So there's no date in the get. The husband can get away with selling perot as he wishes. And when she's going to come to the bed, he to claim, hey, hey, are you selling the perot already? We're divorced. It's not your perot. He come along, hey, well, prove it to me. Here's the get. Well, there's no date. Okay, so that is a concern. Another reason, that's a monetary concern. Why exactly you have to put a date in the, in the get itself? Okay, so comes now. It's also let, let, let's let's speak out what's going to happen if it's a predated get. Predated get also be pasul because if you're going to write it on Monday and you're going to sign it on Tuesday, so the people are going to think that she was divorced already from Monday, correct? And now it's going to be to the disadvantage of the husband because the husband really is going to still have perot, right? Because he has that day, and she's going to come along and say, "Hey, you're selling those perot." Unlawfully, and she now can take perot out of the husband illegally. So, therefore, a predated is also going to be no good because it puts the husband also at a disadvantage when he's really allowed to sell, and she'll come along and say, You weren't allowed to sell. And therefore, wait, it's a bigger problem. She's going to put the likuhot now at. At, at risk, because if let's say he sold those fruit, or he sold it, he sold it, they had fruit, he turned it into fields, he sold the fields, now she's going to go after those fields illegally, because really those fields were sold by the husband, rightfully so, so it's going to put the whole, uh, you know, the whole assets in question. Now the Gemara comes along and says, Okay, good, now how are you going to remember what she taught or what she taught? So the way we remember is, Rabbi Yohanan, he has a het in his name, right? So he's going with the shita bat achoto. Just so you can remember the shitot. Rishlakish is going with perot. So the Gebrah says, how come Rishlakish does not go with Rabbi Yohanan that is concerned that what for the cover-up? Amar lecha znut lo Now what does he mean by that? Znut lo Znut lo means like this, that it's going to get to strangulation. For Znut to get the strangulation, you have to have two witnesses that saw her go with another man, that warned her, she accepted the one after you actually see the action. That's a rare case that a lady will, not that a lady will commit Znut, that can happen, but that's going to lead to strangulation because the whole reason of Yohanan was why he's going to try to save his wife from a death penalty. How often does that happen that it's going to be a death penalty? Oh, so since it's not common, the rabbis are not going to establish a takanat to write a date and a get for something that is improbable. Comes the Gemara says, "Why does the go like Rishtakish?" So he says, "Kasabar yesh lebaal perot ad shaat netina." He says like this: the husband is able to eat perot. Until the actual giving of the get. That is a very important point to analyze. And therefore, since the husband can eat perot until the actual giving of the get, I'm not concerned about a perot factor, because even if the get was written on one day, on Monday, okay, and it was not signed until uh, uh, Tuesday, it was written on a uh, you know, different uh, signing. You can't, the husband gets to eat fruit up until the time the get was actually given. given. given so I don't care what the date was written on this uh, start over here. The date means nothing to me. The husband's been able to eat perot the whole way through. Look at Ashi, top one. Which means 
just by writing a date on it, it's not going to solve me this issue. Because when she's going to try to come along and take the pirot back, she has to prove when the get came to her hand. So therefore, the document itself is not going to prove anything. Oh, look, the get was written on Monday. So what? I don't care. That doesn't mean nothing to me. I got to know if you want to take pirot away from me, you got to bring me proof when the get was given to your hands. So therefore, if the whole reason is for perot, Zman is not going to help for perot, according to Rabbi Yochanan. That's why the concern is for, he said, the cover-up situation. So you have Rabbi Yochanan, Until the time the get is actually given, and therefore the Zman and the get is not going to help you for this Anyan. Because if the, again, if the ladies are going to come along and say, hey, the husband sold the uh, perot uh, after we were divorced. Okay, so what? You see, you're going to bring the get out. What the get doesn't mean from nothing. The get just shows me the day uh, that it was written. I got to know exactly when it was given to you. So therefore, she got to prove a different thing. Therefore, the get doesn't solve the perot situation. Oh, so comes the on now and says like this. Good. Comes the Gemara and says, "Bishlam al Rishlakish." According to Rishlakish, that says what the reason is. Perot mishum achi kam machshir Rabbi Shimon. Oh, Rabbi Shimon in the Mishnah, if you remember, was machshir a get mukdam, get nashim mukdam. And we had a question: Why should he be magdim? Why should he be okay? According to Rishlakish, it makes sense. How can it make sense? Because look at Rashi, that she says, "Mishum achi makshir bishon beget mukdam kedamalek man kasavari bishimon kevan shenatan enav negaresha shuv en lo perot hilkach imatya lemetraf lekuchot neperot miyom ketiba shapir avda v'tamad rabalek mevfarish." Rabbi Shimon has an interesting shita when it comes to perot. The husband loses perot from the time the get was written. You don't got to have given, you don't have to give the gift. Once already the guy decides he's divorcing his wife, that means the star was written already, from that time already the husband loses. So therefore, I don't care about a get mukdam. Because she, all she has to show is that what the get was written on Monday. I don't care if it wasn't signed till Tuesday. Once already she shows that the get was written. What are you worried about? The get was it's a predated? So he was predated, but it doesn't matter. The husband loses perot. You were concerned that what the lady can come illegally now and take perot out of the husband. Right? He was allowed to spend the perot. She didn't come and say, hey, we were divorced. No, but according to Vishimon, even from the time of the writing and again, the husband loses the perot. And this husband loses the perot. So therefore, no, no, nothing's going to happen disadvantage husband. So that's what the Vishimon is. Nakshid. Oh, however, but Rabbi Hanan goes with the the cover-up fact that the husband will try to cover up that watch she committed this after the divorce. My tamad Rabbi Shimon de Maksir. How do you learn Rabbi Shimon? A predated get is going to be a problem because he agrees that watch is not divorced till it's given. And therefore, what's the new concern? That what? He can come along now and take this predated get and say she was divorced from before and she can involved in a cover-up. So Rabbi Shimon, if you go with the perot reason, very nice. But if you're going with the cover-up reason, Lechara, you still should be concerned about a predated get. Comes Gemaran says, Amar lechara Rabbi Yochanan, Alibad Rabbi Shimon lo ka'amina, ki ka'amina alibad Rabbanan. He says, very good. I wasn't saying my shitan, Rabbi Shimon. 
You're right, the Bishimon doesn't go with the cover-up reason. When I was saying my reason of the cover-up, it's only in the rabbis. Which is the rabbis that are posel. A get mugdam is because what? The husband can cover up. But you're right, according to the Bishimon, that's not uh, his concern. I was not saying it in the Bishimon. So they don't ask me a question, oh, how are you going to interpret the Bishimon? I wasn't saying it in the Bishimon. I was saying my shita in Hakamim. Look at Messi. Elod of Yohanan. She's going to commit snoot on that day, and she's still married. Right? As long as the gate wasn't given to her, it's take out the gate. See the date. And she's going to say, I got it on that day. And therefore, you have a problem. So Yomara says, Ali bad Rabbi Shimon lo kamina. The Rabbi Shimon vadais man, Rabbi Shimon batarotoy tkuni. Rabbi Shimon perot. Right? Rabbi Shimon said the main item is what? Perot. And if you're worried about perot, get muktam is not a problem. Because I hold anyway that from the time the get is written, the husband loses perot. So therefore, what are you worried about? The husband, the, he, he, the, the, the wife's claim, uh, he's not going to take anything that uh, belongs to the husband. Husband lost it on the day it was written. Comes Gemara and says, "Veshtamal Rabbi Yochanan, Hainu deika ben Rabbi Shimon lerabbanan." She says, "According to Rabbi Yochanan, that says the reason is because the cover up, the Tzaddik can cover up. We understand there's enough kamina between Rabbi Shimon and the rabbis." Look at Rashi. What's the thing? Look at Rashi. Alibad rabbanan, the Mishumahaki pasi rabbanan, the Kasav Rizman Mishum bat achoto. Bishlamal Rabbi Yochanan, the Amar Rabbanan Mishum Batatov Rabbi Shimon Mishum Perot, Hainu Diika Ben Rabbi Shimon Rabbanan, which is now we understand the Machlok of Rabbi Shimon Rabbanan. Taamad Peluktayu Baachi, the Rabbanan Pasul Get Mugdam Mishum Batachoto, or Rabbi Shimon Kasher the Kasabal Zman Mishum Perot Etkan, Veilka Get Mugdam Kasher. The Tarfa Mishat Ketivah, she's going to take the Perot from the Tamer Ketivah. Shapir Tarfa, Tana Tana Elav Degarisha. Which is according to the rabbis, according to Rabbi Yohanan. I understand wonderfully the machloket between the rabbis and the Bishimon. The rabbis are holding the reason is because of batachoto, that's what get muktam is pasul, and you'll tell me the Bishimon holds the reason is perot, that's why the get is kasher. However, that says everybody holds perot is the issue, even the rabbis. So then what's the nafkamina? My ika ben Rabbi Shimon, the Rabbanan. Again, according to the Shtakish, everybody in the Mishnah is learning the problem of get mukdam is only perot. So I understand the Bishimon. The Bishimon is going to say what? No problem of perot, because since the time of the writing of the get, he loses the perot, nothing can happen. What's the logic of the rabbis? But if the rabbis don't also perot, oh, so that's the Gemara's answer. The fruit that were sold between the writing and the signing, which is according to the rabbis, they don't hold like Rabbi Shimon. They don't hold that the husband loses perot at the time of the writing. That's Rabbi Shimon Shita. They say that the husband only loses from the time of the signing, which really means the time of the giving. Oh, so therefore, according to the Hachamim, what are you worried about? I'm worried about the perot that was sold between the Kitibah and the Hatimah. Why? Because the husband was allowed to sell at that time. But she's going to come along, and she's going to say, huh? to get you were divorced. And if we have no right, the Kuhotu and Agri put in a position. 
However, that's only going to be the issue according to the rabbis. But according, that's why get Mukdam is a problem. But according to the Bishamon, it doesn't matter get Mukdam. Because even if she comes along and says, you were divorced for that day, even if they weren't, still from the time that the get was written, then already it cannot be, uh, uh, she loses, uh, he loses the perot. So nafkamina, in the Nishtakish, get this good. In the Nishtakish, nafkamina between Rabbanan and Rabbi Shimon. Everybody else perot. It's just that Hakamim hold that he loses perot at the giving, and the Bishamon holds he loses perot at the de- at the writing. Which once he puts his eyes to divorce his wife, he loses perot. Oh, that's why the Bishamon's going to machshir and get mukdam. Because what am I worried about? Even if she's going to come along and say oh, you were divorced, even if you weren't divorced, bottom line, it was written on that day, he, he loses out. Mashiach, and according to the Hakamim, you're concerned about the fruit that was sold between the Kitibah and the Hatima. Let's, uh, let's review to, to what comes out to this point over here. Comes out that we're learning like this. We have a Mahlouk at Rabbi Yohanan Nishtakish crystallized this. What's the reason why Zman was written in a Git? Fundamental principle just by Gitin. Rabbi Yohanan holds maybe he's going to cover up for his wife that committed Znut. Nishtakish says it's all about money. It's all about Pirot. Okay, that's the first uh, mahluket that you have to know. We also see another mahluket over here. Between uh, Tanakama and uh, Rabbi Shimon, according to Rabbi Hanan, from what time does the, I'm sorry, according to uh, Rish according to what time does the husband lose Perot? That's a mahluket as well. Which means, according to Tanakama, Husband loses perot when the get is given, whereas according to according to Rabbi Shimon in the Mishnah, husband loses perot at the time that it was written, which is that he decides to give the get itself. Now, good. Now let's speak out. Let's speak out one more point over here. Mm-hmm. According to Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan was worried about what? He was worried about the cover up uh, situation. Okay, Shema Yahpeh al Bat Achoto. So we asked the question how come he doesn't hold like Rishlakish? Uh, Why isn't he worried about the Pedot factor? So Rabbi Yohanan said, because anyway. He doesn't lose the perot until the shat netina, and since if she's going to want to prove anything, the get is not going to prove that. So therefore, she have to bring the ayot when she actually got divorced. So therefore, if you're saying this man is just for perot, get does not solve that. So the Yohanan is crystallized. The Yohanan holds when is perot lost to the husband at the time of the giving. Rishlakish must hold them. That's the time of the. Either the time of the Kitibah, according to the Bishamon, that's one way of learning it, or it's the time of the Hatimah, one of the two, uh, one of the two. Again, if you're learning the Perot reason of Shtakish, the Shtakish can hold it's either at the time of the writing, like the Bishamon, or it's according to Tarakamah, the time of the signing. Right or wrong? Let's review that again. According to the Shtakish, what's the reason of the Mishnah? Perot. Yes? Everybody knows Perot. Uh, Tarakamah, what's the problem with Perot? Because since he's going to hold that, when does the perot get lost? Once the get is signed, 
right, signed and delivered. And therefore, what's the concern the, we're worried about over here, according to the B, according to the Banan? How, how do you learn that according to that? If you're learning that according to the Bish, the Shakish, the Bish, what I understand, is Ketibata Get. Or the sign of the Hatima, how does that learn? Yeah. Even before the giving. Even before the giving. According to this, according to the Shtakish. Otherwise, why, why would the rabbi say you need his man in the get? You need his man in the get because he holds that at the time of the Hatima, that's when he loses. The, the... So if I'm concerned that something's going to happen between the Kitiba and the Hatima, and therefore the husband's going to be at a loss, so therefore you're right to protect him. In any event, Let's clear, I'm going to say this one more time now. Comes out according to the Biyohanan, that says the reason is Shema Yahpeh. Why didn't he hold the reason of Perot? Because his Perot is not lost until the giving. So therefore, time's not going to help you on that. When Ishtaki says the reason is Perot, so the Perot is lost either Hatima or according to Bishimon, even earlier, even at the time of the Ketiva. Tadat! And therefore, if you hold this Ketiva, you don't need time in a get. And if you hold this Hatima, indeed you do need time. Now the Gemara says, "Ha'ibcha shemayin on that," but we've seen the opposite. Why? The Itman, me'ematay motziim leperot. Oh, from when does perot? A husband lose perot? The Biyohanan Amar Mishad Ketiba. Oh, that's exactly the opposite. We just said we're saying that Biyohanan only Mishad Ketiba from the time of the writing. The Rishnakish Amar Mishad Netina. Which is really the reverse. Adraba, according to the Biyohanan, we had it from the time of the giving. And we said the Shakish is in the time of the writing. Now you tell me the opposite. So the Gemara is very simple. Ipuch. Switch it around. You had to know the question before you switch it around back to normal. Which means, comes out the Maskarat the Gemara, the Biyohanan holds, Perot are lost, Shahnatina. Therefore, that cannot be the reason for Zman and Aget. When is Perot lost? Either, either, Mish'at Hatima or Mish'at Ketiva. But you cannot say that it is like in this version over here, Mish'at Netina is actually an Ipuch.